Trent 365. <clears throat> With Josh Howard. Profiles, businesses, organizations, and people that make Trenton better. Hello, friend, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm Jacques Howard, the creator and host of the program. And you can follow me on Facebook, Trenton 365 Show. You can also post your events to the Trenton 365 Community Calendar page on Facebook as well. You can also follow us on Twitter if you're into that, at Trenton 365. You're listening over New Jersey's oldest radio station. Do some homework and check that out, WIMG 1300. In addition to that, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter as well, WIMG 1300. If you're watching, it's over WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey. In the studio with me, he hasn't been in in a while. He's been a little bit busy, but I have the founder and one of my good friends, Eric Thomas of Regis Entertainment, um, the jazz promotion organization that I'm part of that's doing some amazing things, promoting jazz and uh, youth artists, in, youth musicians and artists who are here uh, in the central New Jersey region. And also in the studio with me is Dr. Angie Estrada, my new friend from Columbia, and she's going to be talking about her forthcoming performance, which is happening this coming Friday at Tavern on the Lake in Heightstown, New Jersey. She will be performing with her band and also sharing lots of music from her latest release. And you can actually follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I'll be sharing that music as well. So without any further ado, ladies first, Dr. Angie Estrada. I know you said, don't call me doctor, just call, call me Angie. Me we'll get into that later. But to be formal, Dr. Angie Estrada, welcome to the Trenton 365 show. Thank you very much. I'm super happy to be here. I'm super excited. I'm super grateful and I hope everybody can listen to our music and I'm inviting everyone for Friday, that's our performance. All right, that's fantastic. We're going to get into all the details about that because I think that it's important for, for when there's original music being played mm -hmm. and you have professional artists who are doing it, take the opportunity to go see them, especially because it's Regis and it's us. But it's an amazing, uh, it's an amazing, um, amazing cost for the level of talent that you get. It's an intimate setting, so you get a chance to actually meet and experience artists like you haven't before. And Eric, welcome yes, back to you. And, I'm, <laughs> and you. I want to say, mm -hmm. you normally, I know that you're very busy being an educator and everything, but it's so <laughs> nice to actually have you in a studio. Oh, the last couple of months, <laughs> you haven't been able to make it. You know, right. James has been holding down the fort. We know mm -hmm. Rich is a little camera shy at right, times. Right. And uh, John hasn't been able to make it either, but it's great to have you back in the studio. Well, I'm glad to be here. You always promote what we do, and no one can do it quite like you. Oh, man, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> those kind words. So, Angel, we're going to get into a bunch with you, but Eric, just give a quick summary of Regis Entertainment, why you came up with this, this uh, some people probably think is a crazy idea, mm. of creating this group um, to promote jazz in central New Jersey. All right, the short story, um, I grew up, with a jazz family. My uncle Joe Thomas, who was a legend in Newark, New Jersey, um, he was considered also, he was called the Ebony Godfather up in Newark, and he was the first person, first hero for me in jazz. And my uncle Frank, who taught him, both of them actually are uh, self-taught musicians, well, both of them played the saxophone, and but my uncle Joe went a little bit further than my uncle Frank did. So that's when I first exposed to jazz. So I had a family that had that um, as part of our culture, our family culture. But to jump way up front, uh, I got basically tired of going to New York and, and Philadelphia for jazz. And I wanted to establish something in our area. Now there are some spots here and there that do cater to jazz, but I wanted to do it because <laughs> I didn't want to travel far, and I just loved the music. So I had an opportunity to do it, um, to actually promote Scott Texier, who I met over, over uh, YouTube. And Scott actually helped me get this whole thing started. But the putting on jazz events, I saw was uh, one person cannot do it. So I recruit you, Rich, James, and John, because the culture of jazz is rich and it's people love it and to put on an event um, with great artists like Dr. Estrada I needed help and I've been I've been doing it ever since I say we're in five years and doing it now mm -hmm. so 
I love it. It's not even work to me. Sure. And folks, I want to encourage you to go to the website and check it out. It's R-E-J-S. stands for Rich, Eric, and the J's, which is John, uh, James, John, and Jock. So R-E-J-S, jazz.com. There you can see our past events, upcoming events, learn a bit about all the members, etc. Sure. And stay connected. I mean, because we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, etc. But it's a wonderful opportunity for you to get connected to some educators. I'm the only one who's not an educator in the group. However, there's a lot that's happening in the jazz scene, and one of the things that we're prideful about, and we'll talk about it later, mm -hmm. is the level of talent that we're bringing to this region, and, and Angie Estrada is part of that now. She's in the family, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. And as we bring this international talent to the region for a very, very fair price in a wonderful setting, and I shouldn't say setting, settings, because we've got multiple venues where we do things. So be encouraged. Check out the website. R-E-J-S-Jazz.com, and there you can get all the information. So now, back to my new friend. So, so Angie, let's chat a little bit about your background. I always like to give my guests an opportunity yes. to big up where they're from, etc. So yes. how about a little bit of information about where you're from and your background? I grew up in a city called Cali in Colombia, uh, surrounded by lovely tropical weather and a lot of beautiful culture and folklore and bambucos and pasillos and many different kinds of rhythms, very rich culture uh, musically. I learned uh, from this culture where I grew up and also I was uh, trained classically at the conservatory in Cali where uh, that lead, led me to, to go to different piano competitions in the classical world. So that combination really gave me beautiful opportunities in my life. Uh, I came to the States. I went to Arizona State University, then got a beautiful opportunity to go to Tulane University. Uh, life kept blessing me, and I finished my doctorate at Rutgers University. I kept meeting beautiful, amazing musicians who inspired me to compose, to write my own music. And that's when I started merging all these genres, all these different cultures, uh, R&B, uh, gospel from church music that I've been doing for more than a decade now, and salsa from my Cali, Colombia, and jazz, and I spent time in New Orleans, and it's all a beautiful experience because then I can merge all those experiences into new music, into my own compositions. And this new album is called Latin Pulse, and I'm super excited to share this music. Every single track has a unique flavor. You wouldn't be bored listening. You would be super <laughs> excited. You do not know what to expect after each track. Mm. That is fantastic. And you, you've shared so much in your opening statement. Um, the thing that, that always interests me with musicians is what stimulated them at a young age mm. to want to play music and why any particular instrument. So I'm going to ask you that question. That's a beautiful question. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I think it's very unique for each uh, musician. Everyone has their own story. Mine is that uh, I heard music since, since I had memory because there is always a celebration mm -hmm. in our culture, uh, any family reunion, any Christmas, any celebration, um, is for people to stay together, to listen to music, to explore our own uh, folklore, and also we appreciate jazz. And all that, uh, I think, became part of me growing up, just very natural, mm -hmm. like uh, an everyday uh, thing that happened to me when I was growing up. And piano, I think it happened to be at school. At school there was a, an, an opportunity to be exposed to keyboard uh, classes and I, that's why I think music education is so important for our young generations. And we're going to definitely get into that because uh, anytime I, I have a chance to sit with educators and talk to them, I'm always fascinated by 
what their experience is like. I mean, even before we came on tonight, we were talking about some of the different challenges that you may have as an educator and uh, the different classes from year to year or semester to semester, et cetera. And um, for both of you, as educators um, who are also musicians, um, what do you talk about the importance of music in the education realm? And Eric, to you first. Um, one thing that um, I'm going to use actually a martial artist uh, to to um, blend it in with music. Bruce Lee, who I adore, says that ultimately uh, martial arts is about expressing yourself, as it wasn't even about defending yourself kicks or anything like that. He says about expressing yourself and that hit home with me. And music does the same thing. When I teach percussion to students, I'm really trying to get him or her to express themselves. I'll show them how to hit the kungas, how to hit the bongos or timbales, whatever instrument I'm showing them, the cajun. But once they learn how to play, and I might give them some rhythms from different cultures, and this is how this person plays, how that person plays. But I want to find out who they are. And through that instrument, they're going to express themselves. And that's why I love jazz so much, uh, because it's about expressing yourself. There is a structure, yes, but when, they, when you have a chance to solo, that's when I get to know who you are and feel who you are through your instrument and your spirit. So that's what I try to do when I'm teaching music. I want to teach students how to express themselves. And Angie? Oh, I think it's inspirational for the kids to have space for them out of the other classes that they usually take so that they can not only express themselves, but they can have interaction with other kids mm. doing music, creating music. So they have to communicate through music. So mm. it's a different way of uh, uh, getting to know their friends through music because they have to play together, they have to listen to each other mm -hmm. really well. And right. so there are many things uh, discipline. If they don't practice, they don't get good at it. They get disciplined right away. Mm. So there are many great factors about it. I like to add what Angie also said about the listening part is very important because um, when I tell the students, even if it's just an ensemble of percussionists, I said, listen to each other because you're creating a big statement among your playing, you know, you're gonna um, you're gonna play something. And that person's gonna play something, and I want you gotta make sure you're hearing each other, that you're in step with one another. And so I like what Angie said about the interaction is very important among musicians, regardless of what the instrument they're playing. That interaction is very important, and when they come together, it's almost undescribable, and but the audience feels it. Mm -hmm. you know, but she's right about the discipline and practice, definitely. Mm -hmm. And can you both share about um, the familiar? the familiar support you've got. Because, um, you know, oftentimes when people talk about, you know, a young person wanting to get involved into mm -hmm. a particular hobby or whatever it is, you, as a parent or as a guardian, you don't really know um, how far I should go. And I like to um, quote uh, my friend Rich Scanella, who's also a drummer and a percussionist. Um, he, he always says, you know, you don't have to go out and get the big double bass kit when someone's getting started. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes just the sticks in the pad to get mm -hmm. them into a habit of practicing, like you said, both said, the discipline, learning mm -hmm. about the different rhythms, being able to hear, and the muscle memory, etc. Yes. Mm -hmm. So can you both talk about the support that you've received and for the parents and guardians who are listening and they have a young person who is interest, interested in music? Yes, definitely. Uh, support is everything, definitely. And if parents can be there for their kid all the way, even when the kid says, no, I don't want to do it anymore, you got to encourage the kid. Because that happened to me. Mm. I'd say, I want a quick piano. I don't want to do it anymore. And my mom <laughs> say, no, no, you're not quitting. You're going to try it. And let's go to these other uh, teachers or let's do uh, other kind of performances or let's get you into... So she was so creative, getting me engaged. I, I want to thank her, really, because... Is is uh, is number one thing for the kid to have their parents or anyone in their family telling them you gotta continue. You are talented. Uh, explore your talents, and if you don't wanna do it later, it's alright. But you're gaining now. You're gaining for the future, like a, a lot of other great characteristics, great great uh, gifts, like discipline, like practicing, like listening, like many other things. Mm -hmm. And Eric, you as well. Um, 
I, I would tell my students right now that you can play, you can be a musician all your life. Most of my students want to be athletes, and I tell them all the time that you have a, a shelf life on the amount of time you can play a sport. However, um, and your skills might deteriorate as you get older, but in music, it gets better as you get older because you have <laughs> more experience. And I tell them all the time, and I regret. Um, my mother did push me, but my room was outside of the football field while I was playing trumpet. And I was looking at the football field, trying to play some Miles Davis stuff, and they were having a better time than I was trying to play Miles stuff. And I went outside, and, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I should have stuck with it. But it's never too late to pick up an instrument. If you're really intrinsically motivated, you can still do it. And when people hear you play, you will get the compliments and it may, you know, then they'll get more support than they don't even see coming. So that's yeah. fantastic. Sure. I'm speaking with Eric Thomas, founder of Regis Entertainment. The website is rejsjazz.com. And Dr. Angie Estrada, who will be performing for Regis Entertainment on Friday night at 7.30 p.m. at Tavern on the Lake in Heightstown, New Jersey. All the information is on the website, rejsjazz.com. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. We'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. You can send me an email, trentonthenumbers365show at gmail.com. I do answer all of them. It may take a little while, but I do answer them. And I'd love to sit down and have a conversation with you, not only about what we're talking about on the show, but what's going on in your life. How can we come together and build a better community together, preferably across the table at some nice restaurant with some food and beverages so that we can really get to know each other a little bit better and that's the whole impetus behind Civic Engagement Radio is to build a better community and I have two friends one new and one um, we'll call seasoned uh, in our relationship I have Eric Thomas who is the founder of Regis Entertainment R-E-J-S jazz.com is where you can find all the information and bios from the members I'm one of those members and my new friend Dr. Angie Estrada who is going to be performing on Friday night for Regis Entertainment at Tavern on the Lake in Heightstown, New Jersey all the information ticket sales and so forth is available on the website R-E-J-S jazz.com just before the break we were talking a bit about your background and both of you being educators in some of the the encouragement that you received from your family as you've progressed uh, to this point where you are in in your professional backgrounds um, I, I had asked you about the encouragement piece um, for um, parents and guardians of uh, young people and how important it is and I'm glad both of you said that it's it's very important and I think oftentimes people don't realize the, the words that they say or what some encouragement can do yeah. for others when we think about where we are culturally in the United States right now, it seems as though a lot of funding is constantly getting cut from arts-related programs, and music is, is part of that. Can you both speak to that from your own personal experience? Well, uh, I get a, my share of letters about writing certain congressmen about the tax uh, reform, how it might affect the arts. So I try to stay on top of that with my legislators and let them know that I do support the arts and that we all should do whatever we can to make sure that the arts remain in our school systems because it has helped so many people. It's, it's, sometimes it's not given the same importance as the sciences, but, but and you know, under STEM, but STEAM, it, it includes the arts in that acronym. So we need to support the arts if children want to have um, viable, positive ways to express themselves, and if you want to maintain uh, certain institutions, not just uh, music, but dance, art, film, you know, we need to supply, uh, I mean, support, uh, fund the arts, you mm -hmm. know, so it's very important. Mm -hmm. Angie? Totally agree. I also, th um, I think that there are also um, grants out there for the universities. Uh, I was a recipient of, of some of those and it's thanks to that that I was able to have my education here in the U.S. So yes, I, I am one of the examples that receiving that support mm. makes a, a huge difference. Um, now I am also educating, I'm teaching uh, other new, newer generations and it's thanks to uh, that support, financial support that I had to be able to go to the university. 
to be able to have a college degree. And in many families, um, if parents are not able to get a college degree, uh, doing everything we can so that our kids can do it is, is a wonderful, wonderful plan. So I think continuing the support is, is always very helpful. Mm. Now, both of you have taken your, your education um, and, and built upon it to become professionals in the industry that you love, which is music. Um, can you just both speak to the professional opportunities from your own perspective as musicians? Um, <laughs> well, I can only speak, well, promoting is an important thing to me. Um, I wanted to develop a culture of jazz in this area. Um, New Jersey is a long way from being like New Orleans, where Angie <laughs> had some experience, as well as, um, as well as New York and parts of Philadelphia. But if, you, if you're driven by the love of the music, people will come. And that's what I found when we start bringing people like Angie, Shami, Scott, Tony, um, Charlotte Moffitt, Mark Woodfield, and John Benitez. I can go on. And people start, wow, you know, they were, you know, they were enjoying the music. It's because that we were driven by our passion for it. And we knew, and you knew, once we got the people in the seats, that they would come back. It's, uh, it's about marketing it more. And, but, the, but the thing is, we were driven by our love and our passion. Mm -hmm. You and I knew that if we got the people just as here and see the amazing talent that is out here, that just needs a platform, that people will support it. And that keeps me, and that keeps me drive, keeps me going. Actually, that's my drive. That the passion that I have for it, and that I see how much people enjoy it. It's a lot of work, as you know, behind the scenes mm -hmm. to get Dr. Strata and any of ours out before that audience. They just don't know all the preparation, and we still have a lot way long ways to go. But we're driven by that passion. And one uh, one other thing, that jazz. Uh, captures all the cultures to me and you know it's you talk about diversity you know that stage has had some of everybody it's like a United Nations of artists on that stage it embraces all the cultures mm -hmm. and uh, Angie is uh, to me represents so many of those, those aspects of jazz uh, we don't get enough women opportunity women don't get enough opportunities to perform uh, because it's still male-dominated, but we know we have some extraordinary women that has performed, that has performs in the genre. Um, um, Angie has been praised by Eddie Palmieri, and he's a nine-time Grammy Award-winning um, artist. Personally praised her, you know. So we have to as keep the generations going and give a platform for many artists like herself. I want to say that I am super grateful that I met I met Mr. Eric Thomas. I I feel that it was an amazing amazing opportunity for me to hear what he had to say. He said, "Angie, you got the talent. Where is your music? Write your compositions. We need your original music." And that was the inspiration and that last last energy push, that, that last drop of energy that I needed just to start and get going on working on the new album. I had all the education, the opportunities, blessed with many opportunities, playing, performing with amazing musicians, uh, with amazing professors. And Mr. Eric Thomas said, where is your music? Where are your compositions? And I just started working on those. And everything just came to me as, as like like from heaven, from God, one after the other, one tune after the other, one tune after the other. And I think there is a beauty in, in the diversity of the cultures. Mm -hmm. People have a lot to say through their belief, through their music, through their kind of food, through their the places where they have been. And I, I have been super fortunate to be at many different places. And when I was in New Orleans, I got to absorb this beautiful culture. And my last tune, Morning Prayer, is just reflecting that energy from New Orleans. And then also, 
there is a, a tune called Piña Colada that was inspired over the summer when I, I, I felt that going to the beach and looking at different uh, looking people from coming from everywhere to the to the shore just to enjoy having a good time and combining the music and there is always so much to learn from from different uh, from from people from different backgrounds and and, and diversities is, is a key so I think that's something that I want to reflect on, on this music, and it's all going to be presented to you on Friday. So please come to the performance. <laughs> well, let me add something. To, uh, you can't underestimate the influence of the Latin culture in the development of jazz. Um, it came prominent like in the, in the 40s and 50s. Uh, Mario um, Pose, let me see, I think Mario. Basua. Right. He was a major influence, Tito Puente. Dizzy started hearing a lot of these musicians. Some of these great um, Afro-Cuban musicians were in the big bands of Fletcher Henderson, Chick Webb, mm -hmm. and they started to say, hey, let's add more to this. Um, when the Latin influence started becoming a part of jazz, it was also interesting in, uh, in, um, introducing more instruments. There's more uh, emphasis on percussion. Mm -hmm. And um, we see that um, when you listen to Latin jazz, when I, when I first got listened to Tito Puente, um, I not only wanted to listen to it, I wanted to dance, <laughs> you know, and most of the time I would listen to jazz, it was a cerebral, soulful experience, and I would, not to say that you can't, but the Latin influence wanted me want to get up and, and move. I didn't want to just enjoy the musicians. I wanted to get up. It got into me in other ways that uh, the music didn't at one point cannot underestimate their influence and I can go down a whole list of people that have greatly um, expanded the vocabulary of jazz from the Latin culture. Mm -hmm. And that's fantastic. I mean you, you touched on a couple of things um, and I want to make sure that we go back to them. Uh, and it was the diversity in music. Um, mm -hmm. Both of you have mentioned the diversity and um, it, it's usually when I speak to folks of a, a Latino or, or Spanish background, they always say, you know, I embrace many different cultures, whether it's my Indian heritage, my Afro-African heritage, etc. And I'm embracing that. And when I hear that and I think about, okay, well, we have that happening and then we've got jazz and that kind of comes together. And I think in a diverse location like we are here in New Jersey, mm -hmm. it's ripe for the, the evolution of jazz to continue to happen here in this region. So can you both speak briefly to how jazz, in your mind, is kind of like evolving? In, in my opinion, I think through the musicians and the work that we do mm -hmm. here locally is what we, we can offer and we can develop. I have I have to say I have amazing young musicians graduated from Temple University and um, from Rutgers University and I just got them all together in my living room practicing our original music and uh, Clefford Morin on alto sax doing an amazing job and Matt Salazar on trumpet, he graduated from the University of the Arts, uh, he's staying in this area and doing an amazing job and Greg DeAngelis from also the New Jersey area and graduating from Rutgers on trombone and also I have uh, Joshua Schaefer on drums and then on bass I'm working with uh, Demar Calvario from the New Jersey area and he's from Cuba so Cuba, Colombia, New Jersey, uh, Philadelphia Ooh. and we're developing this music and, and I, th I think we learn from the great jazz masters, from the great Latino uh, community in, in, in jazz, salsa, cha-cha-cha, bossa nova, and we're just merging and improving from their own building upon that. Mm -hmm. And Eric, before you answer that, mm -hmm. we are up on a break, so thank you both <laughs> of, for being so patient. Mm -hmm. You're listening and watching the Triton 365 show, and we'll be back. If there's a short break. Shaq, can I get some more water, please? Sorry. 
And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. You can send me an email, Trenton, the number is 365show at gmail.com. Website is trenton365.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Trenton 365 Show, and on Twitter, at Trenton365. In the studio with me is Eric Thomas, who is the founder of Regis Entertainment, R-E-J-S, jazz.com is the website and also in the studio is my new friend Dr. Angie Estrada who's a pianist and we've been talking about lots of different things about her background and his background etc but we're about to swing the conversation to talking about her latest release Latin Pulse and uh, we're going to go through some of the tracks and talk about them but I encourage you to go to the website rejsjazz.com there you can find out the information about Angie's performance which is happening this Friday at Tavern on the Lake in Heightstown New Jersey um, this performance at Tavern on the Lake will be one for the ages from what I've already heard and from what everyone has says. And Angie's super excited um, not only to be on the show but also to be performing in front of an audience at Tavern on the Lake. So you can get the information at rejsjazz.com. That's Regis, rejsjazz.com. So uh, Angie and Eric, just before the break, um, you both had mentioned a bunch of different things, and I want to make sure that we go back and speak to it. And uh, briefly, you had both shared, or Angie, you had shared some thoughts about the diversity in music. And Eric, I want you to take over and answer that question as well, like the importance of diversity and, and how you're encouraging that. Uh, music, to me, belongs to the world. Mm-hmm. And um, I, the more diverse... Uh, I think we get closer when we are when we share music with each other. Uh, jazz has happened to be one of those genres where uh, it embraces the different cultures. We've had people from Asia on our on our stages. We have people from France, um, you know, from from Latin America, and from all around, from around the country. And I can tell the influences that each musician brings to that to that show. Um, when I was studying jazz, I, I did not just stay with American um, greats. I, I, I wanted to know how, why Japan embraces it so much. I wanted to know more about the Latin culture influence as well as the European cultures. And everyone makes this music great to me. And the more, it belongs to the world. That's mm-hmm. the best way I can say it. And Dizzy was embracing all kinds of... Dizzy, to me, um, who's one of my heroes, was really the one who was open to just about any cultural influence. And when I looked at his life, I was looking at his bands, and he had everyone from every background in there. The only thing that I did not see as I was studying more jazz is, like I said, the women weren't as well um, represented and we have some great musicians like Jerry Allen, who just passed away about a year ago. Um, but there's a lot of great women in jazz, not just um, um, who play the piano, but they play all kinds of instruments. But that diversity is not only with different cultures, but gender as well as well as age. Um, Angie has student. I mean, excuse me, has um, musicians of different um, generations playing with her. You know, they're young, they're seasoned, and I will never call anyone old, but, you know, <laughs> but seasoned. But that kind of diversity, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Angie, from your perspective, um, as, as someone who is has a doctorate, who's a doctor, who's an educator, but also a professional musician, can you speak to um, some of the gender issues that are, are in the industry and uh, maybe one or two personal experiences? Yes, definitely. Uh, growing up, I was actually part of a female band when I was 11 years old. And before that, actually, there were several children's salsa bands in Cali uh, from 5 years old to 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. So having this kind of support in a city makes a huge difference for future generations. I was only eight when I started playing with a band or with other kids, same age, playing cover songs and doing performances every weekend. And by 11, I was already playing with a professional female band. Timbales, played by a you know very talented lady. 
and timbales, congas, bongo, piano, bajo, bass, and singers, all female. And so I was 13 and a male professional, such a band, 40, 50 years old, <laughs> hired me to play with them and to tour with them hmm. to Latin America, Ecuador, Venezuela, Peru, Colombia. I did that. Wow. And I, I, I learned so much from that experience. I kept going to school, kept doing everything else. I don't know how I did it, but hmm. I did it. And it's just because of the passion and the love for music, for learning, for embracing that experience that, that, that is, is only offered through music. Um, so now that I have my own band, I want to embrace the same. I am playing with younger musicians than me who are very talented, also older, and I think um, Having this experience in this area uh, really um, invites a lot of uh, young musicians and older musicians to invest on music. We definitely want to uh, share the talents that we have and make sure that we provide that special feeling to that we need in our lives. We have such a fast lives that, that we live nowadays, very hectic, very stressful. This is an opportunity for us to heal our, our soul mm. through music. And Jacques, may I add, um, when we talk about diversity, uh, you know it with Regis. Sometimes I don't like to say certain things on the air because it's giving away some of the things that we do. But I'll just say this. Uh, when people come to our jazz events, they are not going to see your typical jazz combo. Mm -hmm. They're going to see someone who plays the harmonica from France. They're going to see someone who plays the harp. They're going to see someone who plays the steel pans. You know that we've been providing different artists that it's not what you won't find in the typical jazz genre. I mean, jazz band. That's, the, that's another part of diversity that people say, wow, that can be played in jazz. That, you know, and and it's amazing that the artists out there that just people just don't know about. But you and I are providing, along with Rich, James, and John, are providing that form for people who have not seen certain jazz instruments in a part of a jazz uh, ensemble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And thank you for, for, for saying that because that is so spot on. Um, Angie, earlier you were talking about how Eric had encouraged you. And, and and I could hear him <laughs> saying that to you because that's the conversation <laughs> yes. I heard him say to my daughter and the other children at the Trenton Children's Chorus. He's a, a smooth encourager, but an encourager in a way where it's, you're, you have to listen. You have to listen. Like, it's just you not like that listen. fleeting voice. They say, that's oh, correct. they don't know what they're talking about. When Eric says that's something correct. that's encouraging, it's almost like, it kind of like goes in your ear and it's just kind of like... You have to do something about it. Exactly. So um, thank you for continuing to be an encourager, not only to Angie, but to others, including mm. myself. So thank oh. you for that oh, as well. Hey, I wouldn't Absolutely. So um, the compositions um, mm. that you encouraged Angie to yes. create, mm. let's, let's just go back and, and, and answer, what is it that, that wells up in you mm. To speak those words that are so, like, you know, you hear people talk about a biblical reference, um, the mm -hmm. two-edged sword that, like, cuts right <laughs> to the point. And you often do that, but in mm -hmm. such a calm, smooth, okay. subtle way. So uh, can you just um, talk uh, about that? Uh, when I heard Angie play and when she was at TCC, I, I was just amazed. I said, wow, this young lady's amazing. We have her here. And... When TCC has concerts and they have transitions, um, Angie and I would improvise. And it was just an honor to play with her. <laughs> and I just knew that she needed a bigger audience. I know that she was teaching students how to play the um, piano, but Angie has a, a, a statement to make musically herself. And I wanted the world to hear her, you know, and she has some, a lot to offer the places she's been, the things she's done, and she has a talent. And Jacques, you know we've heard different people grace the stage at a Regis Entertainment event. Wait till they hear Angie. They're going to say, 
And every time we think, how can we top this? How can we top this? And sometimes we don't even want to work the door because exactly. we want to be a spectator just like everyone else. Wait till they hear Angie this Friday and you see why I was so excited. No, Angie, you have to play. It's a, you've got to. People got to hear you. I'm so hyped. I couldn't wait for her show. <laughs> I mean, not that I, I can't wait to hear other people's shows, but I couldn't. I was like, all right, four more days for Angie. Three more days for Angie. <laughs> 24 hours before Angie. You know, I'm so excited that. Um, you'll hear my enthusiasm through her playing. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I, we're going to talk specifically about your latest release, Latin Pulse, after this short break. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show, and we'll be back shortly. Oh my gosh, thank you. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. In the studio with me is Eric Thomas, who is the founder of Regis Entertainment. And that's R as in Rich, E as in Eric, J as in Jacques, John, and James, and with an S on it, and Regis Entertainment. And the website is regsjazz.com. And there you can see a, a lovely picture on the cover of Dr. Angie Estrada, who's going to be performing for us on Friday night at Tavern on the Lake in Heightstown, New Jersey. All the information is on the website, regisjazz.com. And now, Angie, I'm yes. excited for you to talk about your latest release, which is Latin Thank Pulse. Yes. Nine tracks. And uh, you mentioned that, that Eric was that, that, that voice that said, hey, where's your original music? Where your compositions, where is it? Where is et cetera. It? Get to work on it. Yes. So um, can you just talk about your album? Correct. I am very excited that this is finally happening. It's something that I really was dreaming of doing one day and just happened to be now. Uh, Mr. Eric Thomas uh, was that last drop of inspiration mm. that made me start composing every single night, one night after the other, starting from May until just a, a, a week ago when we just released this album. It's available on cdbaby.com for download, and it's called Latin Pulse. And the first track is called Tonight. It mixes R&B with some slow salsa, montuno, and then we have some percussion along with the drums. I like to mention that the musicians who were recording were very, very, very amazing. You know, free during their solos, they were really just trying to to reach deep into their souls to to get inspired for for the solos. And I like to mention La Tierra. La Tierra is a is a tune that I composed. Actually, probably three, four years ago, and I just kept the tune into my files, and I thought, oh, I should do an arrangement. I wrote it for piano solo first, and now I did the arrangement for trombone, trumpet, sax, uh, drums, piano, and bass. Uh, it's based on uh, folklore, uh, Colombiano. There is a rhythm called bambuco. I actually did my thesis at, at Rutgers University about bambuco. And it's, it's, a, it's a very uh, important rhythm in Colombia because a lot of people in the fields, a lot of people who, who are growing uh, their vegetables and uh, who, who are working the land, that's why this is called La Tierra, they get to hear bambucos and they get to hear uh, their, their heritage mm. through this, this, this kind of folklore. And so La Tierra has a mix of, it has to be jazz. So there is jazz involved all over with these bambuco rhythms. Uh, very exotic. I'm, I'm sure you would enjoy it. Um, I want to mention uh, there are two trios in this album. I decided to challenge myself, play bass, left hand, piano on the right, wow. impro on top, drums. So I'm, it's just piano, bass, and trumpet for one of the tunes called Water Funk. <laughs> and the other tune is another trio as well called Blue Sage. Same thing, piano, drums, and a trombone. So I'm doing it all 
my, by myself. No bass player. I'm doing all the bass, wow. all the lines, all myself. <laughs> I thought, okay, why not? This is my chance, right? <laughs> Make it interesting, <laughs> come on. And then Amazing. I want to mention Latin Pulse has some Spanish influence. I've played uh, pieces by Albeniz, by Granados, by Lecuona. Those are uh, classical composers mm. who have written uh, for the classical repertoire, uh, for orchestral works, and for piano. And I was always super happy to play uh, classical performances, Spanish music. And I thought, oh, I should do some Latin pose, Spanish, slash jazz, slash Colombian. And I created a Latin pause. So you'll hear the Spanish trumpet right at the high notes all the way. And you can imagine you're watching a Spanish movie, definitely. <laughs> because that's how it sounds like. That's how it sounds like. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe El Zorro. I don't mm -hmm. know. <laughs> one of those Spanish movies. And Morning Prayer is inspired by the culture in New Orleans. The time that I spent over there. It was a beautiful time. That's where I met my husband. <laughs> and that culture just made a great impact on, on me. And uh, having um, these musicians uh, working with me and playing morning prayer was uh, like the last touch because they made it so authentic. Mm. Their playing and their interpretation was uh, very easy for them, very easy to just uh, play as if they were born in New Orleans. Mm. That's fantastic. And uh, so on Friday night, uh, you'll be performing at Tavern on, a, on the Lake in Heightstown, New Jersey for Regis Entertainment. And the website is rejsjazz.com where people can find out more about it. Um, what can we expect from your band? Are you coming in with a, a ten-piece band? Are you coming in with a trio? What, what, what can we expect? Six musicians, okay. very creative, talented, passionate, with a lot of energy and great vibe and positivism to share with our, our audience. We want to uh, make sure everybody has a very good time, enjoy, have fun, uh, get to hear variety. Mm. That's definitely something that I want to expose that night. Uh, beautiful entertainment through variety. Mm -hmm. uh, Latin uh, rhythms, a lot of rhythmic piano solos, uh, a lot of energy. Uh, also, uh, you'll hear some slower, slower tunes that are very tender, bossa novas. Uh, I'm sure that actually your dinner is gonna taste. <laughs> Super. Super. Maybe we ought maybe we ought to have uh, uh, Tavern on the Lake come up with a very Colombian type of a festive menu for Correct. us. It would be great if they could. And I don't pina know coladas. if they have that. Pina colada. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm, based upon what you're saying and what Eric has said, I assume that people are going to be either in their seats, ready to get out of their seats, or we may even have some yes. people moving around we dancing. we have cha-cha-cha. We're going to be playing some cha-cha-cha before it's going to feel like dancing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'd like for you both to talk about the technology uh, that's currently happening in the music scene, and if it's, if it's inspired anything on Latin Pulse, your, your, your release, or how you think that it's influencing you. Um, technology. Okay, so I think uh, nowadays it, there, there is a lot of new opportunities to show your music through uh, YouTube, websites, uh, through downloads, through iTunes, through live streaming. So definitely technology is, is like a super great tool nowadays. Uh, I even created my music through a program called Sibelius. All the compositions are there. So technology is a great thing. Um, also, uh, on Friday, we'll be having uh, our sound system guy is going to do amazing with uh, keyboards. I'll be playing two keyboards. Uh, <laughs> At the same time? Yes, I'll be playing two keyboards. <laughs> and maybe hey man, and which, which you see? I'm, and I'm telling you. some small percussion as well. I actually recorded the chimes on one of my tunes. 
during one of the recording sessions that we did. So there is a little bit of everything, very exciting, and I can't wait for, for Friday. <laughs> We're ready. Well, it's obvious Eric is excited as well. Mm. You both have me super excited. Mm. So Friday night, um, all the information is on the website, regisjazz.com, but uh, the shows start promptly. At 7.30, there'll be a break in between. There'll be a Q&A session that I will conduct with Angie. And then she'll be having a second set. We're done promptly at 10 p.m. Um, it's an easy location to get to right in the heart of Heightstown, New Jersey, off of all the major highways, Route 130, the Turnpike, etc. And again, all the information is available on the website, regisjazz.com. So going forward, I know you have... A new release, right? If you started in May, it's November, you just finished it, you're going to be playing it live. I'm sure people will have the opportunity to purchase this on uh, Friday night at the show. But where do you see, or what do you see happening next? Um, just doing a bunch of live shows? Do you have a potential tour lined up? What's coming next for Angie Estrada? I'm definitely looking into having my own management team mm. so that we can have more performances coming up and hopefully uh, I'm, I'm actually already thinking of the next album <laughs> you can't wait for that when when you're a musician you 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 can't stop creating music so but definitely uh, I am super thankful with Regis Entertainment mm. especially also here Mr. Eric <laughs> Thomas Mm. who I'm trying to convince to continue working with me. <laughs> That's not going to be hard. <laughs> and I'm, I'm super excited to share also my videos coming up about the recording sessions and for, the, for each one of the tunes, I'll be posting those videos on YouTube. Great. And, and Angie, um, how can people contact you directly? Yes, www.angiestrada.com. Dot com. All the information is there. Mm -hmm. And and folks, Angie is spelled A-N-G-Y. There's no I-E like the, the Americans generally spell Correct. it. So it's A-N-G-Y. Last name is E-S-T as in tango. R-A-D-A -A, like Eric Estrada. So AngieEstrada.com. Correct. Thank you. All right. And uh, Eric, we're just about up on the end of the program. Mm -hmm. I'd like for you to share a little bit about... Um, if artists would like to get in contact with Regis, mm -hmm. um, I know that we are all looking at videos and we're getting right. emails and people are sending us tracks, etc. Just talk briefly about the process. Uh, basically, we do have an email address um, and we have different people. You know, we have a structure. I personally don't... James really answers the emails <laughs> more than I do. I concentrate more or less on getting the artists. And, but... We have a uh, email address, um, Re Regis. No, I'm gonna mess it up. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll hold off on giving on. the email address. <laughs> I do it, have it on my card. All right. So, um, so what we <laughs> encourage folks to do: if you are a musician um, and you're interested in performing, mm. send an email or go right. through the website, and that's RegisJazz.com. And if you're a young person, college age or younger. Stay tuned because we're going to be doing some things with our Youth Spotlight Edition and giving you the opportunity to perform with others like Angie Estrada and others uh, in between the two sets. And the email address? RegisJazz15 at gmail.com. That's R-E-J-S Jazz, the number 15, at gmail.com. Yep, and that's 1-5, R-E-J-S Jazz 1-5 at gmail.com. If you are an entertainer, you feel you'd like uh, to have us review your music for the possible potential of you performing for us, just send an email there. Eric Thomas yes, uh, and Dr. Angie Estrada, I'm going to keep calling you that. Thank you both for coming on to the Trenton 365 show. It's Thank always a pleasure you. and an honor, John. Thank Absolutely. You. To you Thank both. you Absolutely. very much. So you've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. All this and the archives are all on the website, Trenton365.com, New Jersey's oldest radio station, WIMG 1300. You can also watch this on Friday nights, 11 p.m. over WPHY, Channel 25, covering all of Mercer County, New Jersey. Have a great night, friends, and we'll talk next week.